This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favorite podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Insane in the Membrane. Yes! Hello. We are back once again with the Renegade Master. It's your old pal Rich Wilson here bringing you another edition of your favourite podcast and I love doing it, you love listening to it. Thank you to our wonderful patrons for your continued support. It does not go unnoticed, you're really helping us keep the lights on. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners. Um, if you would like to become a patron, do so. Go to our Patreon page and help us out. We're only, only a couple of quid a week and uh, you're really doing us a favour. Thank you. Um, hope you're alright, hope you're well. Um, I'm not sure when this is while I'm recording this because what we do we record loads of them in advance so this might be this to come out in a, you know, a few weeks time um, there's, a, there's a big announcement coming your way from uh, from the, uh, the house of Rich Wilson and Kate McGann but we'll keep you posted about that you'll see it on all the socials something very exciting is heating up we're going to have a nice time so uh, that's all going very well my wonderful wife is a beautiful person um, and still 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 wants to be married to me uh, there you go I mean who'd have thought it who'd have thought it after everything I've been through in my life all the, all the ups and downs of relationships that I, I have fucked up and uh, I haven't fucked this one up so well done Richie I mean, we're only a couple of years in, but, uh, you know, well done. Well done. Pat myself on the back there for not being a total dickhead and ruining it. But, uh, yeah, so there's an announcement coming your way very soon. So keep an eye out on me socials. Um, hope you're good. Hope you're well. Um, yeah. Not, I'm just the, 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 the usual thing running around making people laugh when I'm not recording this. And that's a bit. That's it, really. I think I'll be doing that until the end of time. That's what's going to happen there. Um, so this week I was joined by Ryan Hewitt. Ryan Hewitt does a podcast. I've got a podcast uh, now uh, from uh, from the shed with Ryan with Ryan, and I recorded his uh, um, an episode with him a while ago, and then he came to the studio and recorded one with us. So what we're doing this week is a simulcast. So uh, this one's coming out now on Thursday, and then his one will come out on Sunday. I've now timestamped these, so if you are listening to these out of sync um, that's listen that's how it was alright you're dealing with the future alright I don't know when you're going to listen to this this is I'm talking to your future you now alright so there we are so I'm in the past talking to you in the future 
but you're listening to it now, me talking about this moment from the past. All right, mate. That's well. That's kind of where the episode went. It went a little bit all over the place because we were talking about um, all sorts of things, and there are moments where you can get a little bit things a little bit conspiracy theory esque, but it's not that at all. You know what I mean? When you start talking about mushrooms and and vibrations and things like that, it could take on people kind of go go. Okay, these two, these two have taken something, but we haven't. We haven't. I tell you that now. We were just uh, we were just we just enjoy talking to each other. He's a very interesting chap. And so we had a good, we had a good, good chat about it all. And let's stop me waffling on. And why don't you just listen to it? How about that? So coming up in a minute is Ryan Hewitt. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Insane in the Membrane. Time once again for your favourite podcast, Insane in the Membrane, and this week we are joined in the studio by the mighty Ryan Hewitt. How are you? All good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. You've had quite a journey coming down in your classic car. Yeah, all I do is drive these days. <laughs> Welcome to the world of entertainment, mate. We were talking the other day about how many, someone said to me, how many miles do you do? And we just, my wife bought a car end of last year, um, and then we took it back to the garage, get it looked at, and blah, blah, blah. And the bloke who we bought the car from, he went, you've done 30,000 miles. I'm like, yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's pretty good. He went, no, but you've only had the car. Not even a year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. 
It's just what you do. Yeah, I think you don't even really clock it that much. No. And then you're like, you know, that's what I do in a Fiat Panda because, cool, because every, every mile every mile's another rattle. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like driving one of them? I've not driven one of them in years. It's so light, it isn't that bad. Yeah. It doesn't have power steering, but it's not actually, um, you know, it's not like an old classic car. Um, like on Sunday, me and my dad are going up to Brighton to mm. a classic car and we're driving in a 1920s kit car um which is it's it's a kit car between a ford a cortina mm. which is like 1970s yeah. and then the shell of it is a 1920s pilgrim oh wow so it's like you know the the wheel arches and everything like that yeah. and that my dad kind of drives with one arm because the other <laughs> arm is stuck in and because it's so small yeah so that and there's no power steering and you know when there's no power steering because when you're stationary and you're trying to turn it's like yeah 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 you're out of breath (laughs) but the fiat is fine it's such a little car yeah you know italian it's not but yeah (laughs) they know how to make things (laughs) (laughs) my mate had one because he was so tall he was like high tower in um police academy just had the front seats taken out yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) um i used to it's funny actually when i went i went to the hospital years ago and I used to be a bus driver, but I used to be a, I used to drive the old route masters. No one to jump on and off at the back, mm-hmm. and they have no power steering whatsoever. So you I used to fling them around London. And I went to the hospital, and the nurse was trying to find a vein. And she looked at my arm. She went, "Lorry driver." And I was like, "No, no, bus driver." She went, "I knew it was one of them." Yeah. And I, really? She went, yeah, "Yeah, you could tell by your forearms that you've been you you obviously yeah, yeah chucking yeah. things around." Yeah. So turning that wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I tell you what. Destination yeah. to destination. <laughs> yeah, just, I remember the, the conductor I had, this giant dude, never said a word to me except listen for my bell, and that was it. <laughs> All day, listen Jokes. for the bell, and he, and he just said, ding, ding, and off. That was yeah. it. Never, never spoke to me. It was lovely. So how you been anyway? I've not seen you since, uh, well, we, we bumped into each other at a podcast show. Yeah. Briefly, uh, but I haven't seen you probably since we did your podcast. Well, I've ran, I ran a marathon, half half a marathon, right? And I think I fractured my foot. Oh, really? Because <laughs> my shoelaces were too tight. <laughs> <laughs> um, I run it in a mushroom hat. Oh yeah, just, of course. Just because yeah. you know, just and, why not? Um, no, it was good. It was good, but that was on the Sunday of last week. Right. So then we had the podcast show. That's right. On the Wednesday, um, and yeah, I had my launch, which good. went down really well. It All was good. really good. Um, there was an alien there. Of course it was. And uh, lots of people turned up, which was nice. You know when you like go, all right, well, I've invited 100. So yeah, probably yeah, yeah, like yeah. 40. And near, near, some people turned up at like quarter to 12 and it was finished at half 12, but they still right. turned up. It's funny because I was over in Hearn Hill when you'd said I'd pop over and I was like, yeah. And then a few people from Avalon, the big comedy people had come down. Mm-hmm. So I was chatting with them in the bar afterwards and then it wasn't until I went to the car, I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit, that's too late. Don't worry, I won't put you into no, no, that no. category. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just so, uh, I suddenly went, oh, bollocks, yeah. But no, it's good. I mean, I've been Went working, up. you know, doing as many episodes as possible mm. in the podcast world um, and just trying to trying to keep the motion going before I have to leave the shed. But oh, yeah. I've got seven months of episodes now. Oh, you'd be fine then. So, but I'm doing another six next week. Yeah. I'm just like, why I'm here, why it's there, I might as well do it as much as Get I can. Get it done. And they see, you know how it happens. They just start to trickle through. Yeah. And now someone else talks to someone else. Someone else comes on. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And now I'm here with you. There you go. <laughs> see, this how it works. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we don't really, it's funny because most people, when we say where the studio is, they go, oh, I'll do it remote. But mm. you were keen. And I was like, all right. Because so. I think from being a host as well, and it's like when someone says Zoom, I like the extra pressure, the extra stress of someone coming to the shed and mm. hosting it that way. And then, you know, there's so much energy in a room 
that you miss for a Zoom, I find. Yeah, I yeah, find yeah. it quite difficult, especially if they're they're different time frame. Mm. <laughs> I had a pod the other week, right? And I fully choked. Oh, really? <laughs> it was just dry throat. <laughs> like, And I, got, I had the lights on me as well, but I fully choked. And it was right when she was telling a, a whole story. Right, and yeah. I was just trying, you know, when you're trying to hold it and it's like literally mm. killing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was crying. <laughs> and I, literally, it's one of those moments where you had to leave the room. <laughs> and then you can hear me in the background. She's just like straight on her phone, just like not bothered. You'll yeah, be yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, so that was like my last Zoom, but I try. I just think in person's always, yeah. If you can, you know what I mean. But people far, far away or anything like that, you can't really do it. No, we used to do it in person. It was yeah. You always get a better vibe, but mm. it's always it's you know the, the technology's come so far now. Yeah, but it's funny with that choking. Yeah, I've had, I've had that a few times. Someone's telling me something really deep and. Dumb. Dark and then yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to sort of lean back because Paul's really good at cutting out all the coffee and all that shit. Yeah, uh, but it's funny as well, like you say, getting prepared for someone to come to the studio. And like mm. I just said, you're just talking off air. I was just out, I was out in the other room, just talking to the bank and talking to O2 because mm. both of those fucking dickheads have let me down. <laughs> and you're just like, you know what I mean? It's like, listen, I because there's something else that happened this week, and I was getting the ass about it. And then it turned out it was my mistake. I'd fucked up. Mm. That pissed me off. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I had to send this big, I had to send this apology to everyone going, ah, listen. I, well, I, I didn't kick off. I was like, look, can we get this sorted? I've got to sort some things out. Mm. And then they went, well, blah, 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 blah. And I went, oh, shit, yeah, that is me. That was me. Oh, bollocks. Mm. And now I've had to go, oh, I'm really sorry. But then this thing with O2, and it's so hard to get through to people. I just want to tell someone, you haven't done the thing you'd said you'd do. Mm. And then come back and go, oh, yeah, we didn't do it. Sorry about that. We'll yeah. do it now. But you have to go think. It's like they hide all the bits where you can I, just talk to someone. I, can I swear? I can yeah, swear. of course you can. I fucking hate admin days. No, mate. <laughs> Every day's a fucking admin it day. It drives me nuts, you know, and it's like... Like I'm on free mobile, and it's mm. you might as well be on no mobile because it's like you just cannot get your like you can't get internet anywhere. Really, you know, sixty sixty quid a month, and yeah. I can't get internet half the places. Mate. I mean, all right, fair enough. I was in the middle of nowhere in Wales at the bottom of a farm. <laughs> I I knew I wasn't going to get it there. Yeah, but sometimes in London and that, it's just Liverpool Street, you can't get it. And I'm really? like, why are you paying this amount of money? Then you can't talk to no one. Yeah, you know, and it is set up. You know, the best ones, government, they love a setup of how you. Can't even get through to anyone. Yeah, exactly. We'll just set up a website, make it so complicated, no one can talk to anyone, yeah. and then the email will be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like um, Reese Mogg said recently, in that he got outed, didn't he? Because he said that thing about gerrymandering. Mm. He said, you know, like how we did, where we we tried to get everyone to, we made sure everyone had like a photo ID so they could vote, and it turned out that fucked us up because all the people that vote for us don't have photo ID <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. And you go, yeah, you're all wankers. Yeah, yeah. All of them. It's like, they take, it's like if you if they owe you money, it takes them months to mm -hmm. pay you. But if you owe them, they just take it. They go, oh, by the way, you owed us that, so we yeah. took it. Yeah, it's like, it, um, I'm trying to find a way to talk to them at the minute about you, Les. Oh, right, that yeah. Fiat Panda is a 0.99 litre. Mm. There's no way it's pumping out. Nah. You know what I mean? As... I, I don't know the terminology of how they're doing it, but apparently you can go through sort of sending a log book, getting it through that way. But I just look at the website and I'm like, this is a fucking maze. <laughs> I do. I had it. So when, when you ring someone, yeah, no one's there. <laughs> mate, when, so I was living in Stratford and Kate, my, my missus, when we first started dating, and she used to drive up from Brighton and because she was coming up to me, I was always like, oh, I'll sort the Eulers out. Mm. 
So I was doing that, and I paid it for six months or whatever it was. And then one day she was coming up, and she and I was away, and she went, "Oh, I'll sort, I'm going to sort the ULEs out." Blah 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 blah. And then she rang me, and she went, "Oh, you know, I, my car's exempt." Mm. And I went, "So I've been paying." for it though but it comes up I've had to pay it like 15 quid a time Yeah, and she said oh no no I rang them God knows who she rang mm. but she got through she rang someone find me that number yeah and they went <laughs> yeah and they went I'll get it off I'll get it because yeah, then yeah, she yeah, went because yeah. the guy went oh yeah I've got your details up oh yeah I can see yeah your partner's been paying for the congestion charge yeah because they'll take the money yeah because they take the money and then she went oh right so you've got the oh okay so oh I see he's made that mistake um, all right, well, and he goes, yeah, I can see you've not been into the congestion charge zone. And she went, all right, cool, and we'll have the money back. He went, no, it's non-refundable. Mm. Like, you can fuck, you've just said, you can see I fucked it. I've obviously been paying for the wrong thing. Give me my money back. Yeah. And they go, no, no, basically it's a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's just shit like that that makes, I try, like, we've talked about being zen. And you did that, we did that, uh, that thing we did, that psychological yeah, test, yeah. which was brilliant. Yeah. And you are now in the woods. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, what do you see? And then and all the things that you do tell you what where you're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes I just want to kill people. <laughs> and this is a mental health podcast, but yeah, when I don't like being <clears throat> mugged off, and when I'm being mugged off, it's every it all it's everything goes out the window. I'm like, right, I'm gonna you're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna find you, <laughs> and I'm gonna end you. I'm gonna be at your house. I'm gonna yeah. be under your bed, and I'm just gonna pull you through the mattress. <laughs> I need to chill. I need to go on holiday. <laughs> Would you get? I mean, you're pretty zen. I am, and I'm not. I have, I have. Um, the one thing I'm dealing with at the minute is lows because right. I'm getting a lot of highs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I've been sober now from alcohol. And I thought, well, now I won't have hangovers. Mm. But it's it's worse now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel everything. Yeah. You know? But like last week after the launch, you know, it was a it was a wicked night. Like I did a little speech. My dad was there. Lovely. Um, I ended with a, a quote that I really like. Like it just went, and I had all this all this uh, speech written out, mm. and I just thought, fuck that. Yeah. Like literally, just put my phone in my pocket and just free float it. Do you know what I mean? And then the next day, I was all right. And then I had to go to Comic-Con and interview people. Mm. And it's the first time I was like, I don't want to fucking talk to anyone. <laughs> I, I still did 13 interviews. Wow. And I brought my mate there as well, who dresses up as a banana. So I was, it, I was a... What character is that? that banana, banana man. man. <laughs> <laughs> as simple as it sounds. Yeah, as I said it, I went, hang on a minute, yeah. I know what this is. But yeah. he's got he's got charisma. He's a funny guy. He doesn't care. And he was great. So it was, it was a bit... It was good that I had someone else there, but... It's the first time, like, from doing good that I've felt not good. Right. You know what I mean? Where mm. I'm like, okay, because, you know, from being, you know, on stage comedian, sometimes you get that buzz, and then yeah. it's like, I'm like, I'm constantly looking for another buzz now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And I don't want that to happen with podcasts and things like that, because yeah. it's like the conversations are really interesting. But yeah. then, where's the next stages? <laughs> <laughs> I think what I, someone said, ages, a comedian called Dave Longley, I've mentioned this a couple of times on here. And he said, people are always trying to find happiness. Mm. He said, happiness is fleeting. He goes, you get pockets of it. Every now and again, you get hit with, like, happy. Mm. What you're looking for is contentment. When you're looking around, you go, actually, yeah, everything's all right. This is mm. all pretty cool, which is what I had the other day, until it wasn't. And Until uh, the universe. Until the universe went, oh, look at you chilled out. <laughs> yeah, have to, yeah. Have this Here's to deal some more with. challenges. Bro. Yeah, and by the way, that yeah. thing you think was someone else's fault, <laughs> that was your fault, dickhead, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you yeah. were too chilled. Um 
But yeah, because there's that because we do have because we're very lucky to be in a world where we're achieving things like we're working we're working hard working mm. hard and then we achieve stuff so we're rewarded and we get that buzz we go oh that was it mm. yeah and so now i realized i was trying to get that buzz every single day yeah yeah i was I'm like oh i need to achieve something and i get that buzz and then mm. but you can't it's unsustainable yeah that's true that's that's probably where i'm at a little bit i'm like yeah you know a lot of people just always tell me you need to rest yeah. and you know but also now i've fractured my foot I think it's just a hairline fracture, but it's it's. I can tell I can't run on it, and mm. I can't go kung fu. So then, two of my main things that kind uh. of my mental rest are more are not. I'm not able to do right now. Yeah. And then last week was like a fucking whirlwind of just like here, there, everywhere. Mm. You know that bus outside, an alien walking around the podcast <laughs> show, and every corporate person going like, "What the fuck are these guys yeah, doing?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so that was like well out of routine, but then it's like. I suppose to keep Zen with me a lot of the time, I don't like to attach myself to outcomes. Right. What will be will be in that situation. Okay. Otherwise, then you go, I want that to be like that. And then when it's not, you either don't like it or do like it. Yeah. And if you don't attach yourself to an outcome, then you, it's just what it is. <laughs> so you're lowering your expectations, do you mean? Or not well, just, having just expectations not at all? Just... Follow your passion with zero expectation of the outcome. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're, you're, it's in the doing of it that you're accomplishing mm. what the outcome is is just the churn of events of what happened right yeah yeah and most of the time it's leading to something else anyway but most annoyance and disappointment and it comes from it, the expectations not being met yeah because you've gone I want board. that out of that yeah, it's, yeah. and it's like with relationships there's no proof of that <laughs> no there's no proof it doesn't, just because you're doing a thing doesn't mean that no, that will come from that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I find that with relationships I've said that before where I think a lot of the problems in relationships come from the fact that we have expectations of that relationship. And when they're not met, mm. you kind of, you go, well, this is fucked then. This is shit. You go, no, no, no. You've expected something and it yeah. hasn't happened. That doesn't mean it's shit. It just means you, you need to look at what you're expecting, mm -mm. really. Yeah. I find that I've found that a lot throughout the years. And I go, <laughs> oh, yeah, my expectation. Fucking mind film. Yeah, yeah. But it's but yeah, it's lowering not lowering your expectations, but being mindful of them, mm. so that well that, that you can manage them a bit more, manage your expectations. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, and you were talking about mushrooms. Yeah, because like we, <laughs> we had because we had on from Goldie Looking Chain because Paul's mates with him. Yeah, and he's big on the old mushrooms. Mm -hmm. We talked about this before. Well, yeah. it comes out on yours later on. Um, about that we're all made of mushrooms. Yeah, you are a mushroom <laughs> having a human experience. <laughs> it's Darren LeBaron, one of my yeah. 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 What do you reckon on that? You reckon, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But then, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a weird one. Like, people get annoyed because they're like, well, you've got to pick a tribe. You've got to pick whether you're flat, whether it's round, whether it's space, or it's this. Mm. So I'm like, you know, apparently they came on a meteorite. You know, they're the oldest thing here. Yeah. They used to be as tall as buildings, you know, and then they kind of split off. You know, I'm probably going to butcher this scientifically. <laughs> but, um, you know, what I do find is my connection with them. You know, if I want to, uh, like, recently I've tried all the oils. I've been doing mm. the oils for a while. Yeah. But being sober, you know, a lot of people go, stop drinking coffee or stop drinking alcohol. But then they don't do it enough to really get out of that frequency or out of that state yeah. in order to go, oh, I feel like this when I haven't had that. It's yeah. usually about 90 days or, you know. So... I was struggling with sleep. I was just waking up at three o'clock in the morning and then just like trying to conquer every business problem I have at three o'clock in the morning. It's not yeah. going to happen. So I started taking reishi 
and reishi is just you know it, they extract it there's a really good company called um bristol fungarian right. all, i got uh lion's main chocolate bars for the event gave 50 of them away um and reishi i've just found it I literally even if i wake up at three i come down and drink a bit and i'll fall asleep again oh, really? it just relaxes you yeah so there's definitely you know if we are a mushroom having a human experience it's the most effective oil based serum i've used mm. that's that's hit the nail on the head straight away i don't drink coffee or get tired in the days anymore and i have cordyceps lion's mane and turkey tail turkey tail is like really good for the immune system immune booster mm. and the one of my housemates her boyfriend came over the other night and he was drinking lepsit mm. and i'm just like that shit doesn't do anything <laughs> fucking tastes nice but it doesn't do anything it's a placebo yeah and it's like it's just crap over the counter so i just made a mixture of um, you know, and he's met me once, right? So, so <laughs> and you're going out like your Yoda and, and all these. Well, potions. she's just gone upstairs and given it to him, but it's like I put it in water, but it's mainly black. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, he's gone round. He, she's only moved in recently, and then the random house, the guy that like lives at the house as well has gone. We'll have some mushrooms. It'll be great. <laughs> Next day, I was working out, and he didn't want to. He didn't want to interrupt me, but she came down. And she's like, he feels fine. You know, snotty and mm. all congested. So, you know, whether he's out on the, you know, some people might say, you know, he's on the out of it, but it literally changed, wow. you know, in, in a night. And I just find with lion's mane, cordyceps, I don't need coffee. I'm well switched on mm. most of the time. It doesn't give you a stimulant feeling either. No. That's the problem with a lot of things I find. People take a painkiller and it gets rid of the pain. You know, it's ingesting something and not feeling something straight away. Yeah. You don't realise whether it's working or not. Yep. So I'm like, well, how have you done two weeks of work without coffee and then two weeks with and seen how you are, you mm. know? So that's that's how I've been sort of managing with mushrooms. And, and then if it's tripping, you know, I'll make an intention, put a blindfold on, put <laughs> headphones in, and then I'll try and talk through that situation. Mm. You know, that's that's what you're doing when they're doing it through therapy. Right, they're just okay. working and having a conversation with the, the entity or mushroom or chemicals or whatever you want to call it that's in the body and they work through this situation. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was reading about it the other about um fungal infections, funnily enough. And mm. um and it just said, you know, yeah, because it was people's toenails go a bit shit and then they were like, Yeah, but that's a sign that Something else isn't good. Yeah, you yeah. Need to if get your nails it. aren't good, it's yeah, it's not a good one. No, mm. so you got to get yourself checked out. And I was like, oh shit, I better go and get that looked at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Check them because it's all in your blood and all. Yeah, mm, mm. it's probably fucking up my insides, and I haven't really yeah thought about get, it. Yeah, go get checked. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's true. You don't realise what's going on. I think that's that's as I get older and all. Whereas things I used to be so certain about, now I'm like actually. The, anything could be possible. Yeah. We don't really know. Mm. We don't, I mean, you know. I think when you go to school from the age of four, you know, don't want to go, well, conspiracy or not, but, you know, you are taught, you know, memorise, mm. learn, test, fail, yeah. pass, and it is a whole model. You are learning uh, certain specific things about the way the world works, and yeah. you're being told it, and if you don't replicate that and and do it in a test then you either go back a year or whatever my brother's doing 30 tests at the minute he's oh 15 and mainly that's because he's fucked up a lot <laughs> so he's got a reset yeah but imagine you had to do 30 exams in three weeks 
Yeah. It's fucking nuts. Go insane. You know what I mean? So, so I look at that, like, you know, and I find that's... I didn't really listen a lot in school. No. So I drew in books and everything else. I find a lot of my learning was like YouTube and, you know, mm. I built a clothing line off of it. I learned a lot of business from it. Like, you know, you're not taught about tax or anything no. else in school. So what are you really learning that much? Well, yeah, well, it's all about the numbers now, isn't it? It's all mm. about making the school look good, it seems. So all these kids do all these exams and then they get, they all pass them and then they go, oh, this is a good school. Yeah. These kids have passed these exams and then... You know, the kids go off into the world and they go, well, what am I going to use all these exams for? What, mm. what are they for? What yeah. do I now what? And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. you you know, like my lads are 25 and 31 and they're only really now just finding out what they want to do. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same with me. Like, you know, I got into comedy, I got into all this late because mm. as far as I was concerned, all that sort of thing happened to other people. So, yeah, I kind of felt, I felt bad for years that I didn't have any qualifications because I wasn't that way inclined and then just felt bad that I didn't, I wasn't part of society. But now I'm like, mm. oh no, I was fine. It wasn't me. Yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. system that yeah. I was placed in. So I think mushrooms is from when you're a baby. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. Like in the Western world, they're people are waking up to it now. Mm. But, you know, if you go to other parts of the world, you know, or even in ancient times, like ancient Greeks, they would have, um, they wouldn't do mushrooms in that sense. I'm not sure whether they would or not. But if someone was showing sort of signs of what we would call like schizophrenia or, mm. you know, they would call it a divine mentality. Right. So it's people that would show, you know, heightened, um, you know, height, height, a heightened kind of vibrational way of thinking. Mm. We, in the Western world, we would look at it a bit, a bit nuts. But then in their culture it would be more like they would be leaders yeah They're more right. in tune with the way the world works well i guess in know? this in this society mm. it, it would be seen as not benefiting well, us. what's what's or benefiting the system yeah so it's what's more what then you got to look at like what's more sustainable for a, a culture or a nation is it the way we live over here mm. you know people is there more illness is there more mental problems probably yeah. there's a lot more is our food better probably not you yeah. know so i look at it like yeah, mushrooms in in Siberia. They the um, shaman there. This is where like Santa Claus comes from. Oh, really? So, well, some of the the way it's been a bit hijacked, but they would wear um, <laughs> they wear black and uh, they wear red and white, right? Mm. The in Siberia, the uh, Amunita muscara is the red and white mushroom, like you know the yeah the, yeah the, yeah the, the emoji, pretty one. The, yeah, yeah yeah the well one. Um, and basically, they grow underneath pine trees, so right. Christmas trees, right? These shaman go up, they they take them. If they're wet from the snow or whatever, they mm. dry them in their sock, so stockings, over a fire. Uh. <laughs> right? Then also, so they have a conversation with the tree. They'll trip out, have a conversation mm. with the tree, work out what to do. But I've done that. They're very... Have you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not on mushrooms, I've done it. the trees. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so then they go back into town, um, but they're very poisonous. So right. they're usually either the reindeers that eat them, and the reindeers, when they eat them, get a red nose. So it's Rudolph. Is this true? <laughs> yeah. Really? It's true. it's true. I thought it was Coca-Cola that invented Well, yeah, exactly. Just you know, it. the lorry, they just nicked it, <laughs> commercialised it. You know, look at the presents. All the presents are red and white, yeah, in that yeah, sense. Yeah. Um, and then what they do is they live in a kind of hut, and snow would block the doors so mm. they would jump on the chimney and drop the mushrooms down what yeah and what they would do is trip with their family you know so it would be 12 13 that they would be tripping 
you know, <laughs> and that kind of thing. It's like we look at it as um, you know, class A drugs, mm. and it's like no, these are healing, these are medicine. Yeah. So and these are things that yeah, people should be doing from a young age, so they realise they're not just the body, you know. So they have an out of body mm. experience. They realise what this realm might be, and they have a connection with these, these yeah. plants, these medicine. So I think. I think yeah, that's where the Western world's just gone. Nope. <laughs> yeah, cool. well, yeah, because it yeah because mm. they don't want you to see beyond yeah. the, the walls of the system. I know mm. this sounds sounds a bit conspiracy theory, but well, look when it was know. banned. It was yeah. banned when uh, was it Nixon? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it yeah. was everyone started wait. Well, we don't want to go to war in Vietnam. That's nuts. You know, yeah. sixties like people start. Oh, it breaks down cultural structures. Then just it, and lets everything be what it is, and mm. you see what these things are rather than. You know the news telling you a fear narrative in order for you to um, go along with it, yeah. rather than it you seeing it for what it is. So do mushrooms, people, <laughs> <laughs> especially at Christmas. I know it's a, yeah, exactly that'd That's be the, the best reason. time tripping balls when you're yeah, with yeah. your fucking family and they're all arguing. Yeah, they're all pretending. Yeah, yeah. they're all pretending Just that they like the gifts. Shrooms, Just have some shrooms, right. mate. Yeah, yeah. Hey, old grandma, get yeah. them down, yeah. You're yeah. racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> It's true. I remember when when ecstasy came about, and that changed the that changed completely changed the vibe of clubbing. Because mm. up to that point, we used to go to clubs and you'd have to wear a shirt and tie and all that sort of thing, and it was all eight late eighties whatever it was. And then ecstasy turned up, and and we were suddenly just hugging each other and having mm. a blinding time, and just you know, no one's getting no one's getting into a punch up in a no, in no. a club when you're off your nut on e. Yeah. You get a bit. Yeah, I've had weird conversations where. <laughs> yeah. I was dancing and this bloke thought I was trying to fight him and I, he's like, oh man, he's freaking me out. I'm like, no, no, I'm just dancing. Like, my yeah, arms yeah, are just yeah. going out. Yeah. And it was freaking him out a bit. But yeah, you know, whereas up, up until that point, you just get levered in a fight in, in a line of a kebab shop. Yeah. So yeah. I think, yeah, we need some I mean, more. that still happens now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. I mean, but I yeah. think that's what we need. We need another set, a summer of love. Yeah, I think COVID kind of did that. You know, mushrooms kind of exploded there because, yeah. because all the pub shut. So people are like, well, what can I do? Mm. You know, and ordering booze at home, you know, it's not not a good idea, really. Because you're doing home, you're doing home measures as well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you're doing no one's no one's doing like a proper. No, no. It's like four fingers of gin. Yeah. Are you sure that's twenty five mil? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get through this day. I'm, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, yeah. yeah these pajamas are sticking to me now. Yeah, exactly. Did you? Were you? How did you find COVID? Loved it. Yeah, really? Yeah, fucking changed my life. <laughs> it was stressful um, because I moved back in with my dad and we have an amazing relationship now, but mm. it was cabin fever. Right. You know, and it was it was really stressful. And also we sold the house we lived in to the mm. neighbour. So that's why the shed has a timeline. Uh, right, so okay. I signed a two-year contract with him because I was like, I'm not fucking yeah. leaving. <laughs> I know it's gonna be big. Yeah. I need it, you know. Um, so, and he—he's a nice enough guy. My dad's moved to Somerset, and we have an amazing relationship now. But through that time, it was—it was tricky. But you know, we done a veg plot. Mm. I've got rid of all the booze in the house. We looked after each other. And, really, you know, we had a lot of time together. Yeah. So it was nice, and I've read books, and I fucking got on fitness, and you know, I just had a clothing line before that. Yeah. And I wanted out of it anyway. I found it to, you know, making product to sell the product, and then you got to do that on a seasonal basis. And mm. then there's so much competition, and you can't beat the money that some people have to the yeah. quality and everything else. And then I was doing festivals, so I was like, 
you know, loot and vans and basically pull up, build a shop, mm. had staff, had, you know, activations. And it was just mm. like, I was drinking most of the way through it, <laughs> you know, because it was just so much work on the body as well. Yeah. And then I met an amazing, amazing amount of people, but that's where I used to screen print all the clothes from the shed. Mm. So then I, I've been thinking of a podcast for a while. And I thought, fuck it, like COVID is the perfect yeah. time, like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've got no one to talk to. I need to talk to myself. Well, that's what this podcast got us through that because yeah. we were, if I hadn't had this, I don't know what I would have done because it was, it was quite, it was, well, it was a bit fraught at home. We were already having issues before we went into lockdown and then me and my partner at the time were just, we just didn't like each other. Mm. So it was really difficult. I mean, we got through it and we had some, it wasn't all shit. We had some good times, but yeah, it was, it was hard work. But if it hadn't been for the podcast, I don't know what I would have done because mm. it just, mm. it meant, and I think it gave, it's still, because we got all manner of guests coming on as well. We yeah, wanted yeah. to be still connected to what they did. Mm. So it was a nice time for that. And yeah, yeah, I did, it did change things. It made me, it made me, uh, appreciate things more. Yeah. So you and I were talking earlier about traveling, and I'm like, I actually don't give a fuck about driving to Leeds now. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah I was, yeah. last Saturday, I drove all the way to Leeds, did a gig, and I was doing Banbury on the way back down. So I was staying in a travel lodge in Leeds. Yeah. Which is always no no disrespect to travel lodge, but you know it's no frills. <laughs> yeah. But I do. I loved it. I went and did my gig. Here's a pull out bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was one of the, it was not like I did my gig. And we finished quite early. It was an early gig, and everyone else, because they live up that way, so they all went home. So I was just, I wandered around to North Bar. I had a pint in there. I'm just on my phone. Got a, got a kebab and all that. Went back to my room and I was watching. Oh, I ended up watching Heat. Robert De Niro and Al Pacino, right? And I'm just sat there and I'm like, I'm having the best time. (laughs) This is amazing. (laughs) And before I would have had to, I would have like wanted to get on it and get out and find a party or something like that. But Mm -hmm. I think yeah, COVID made me realise that being out and just being able to go out, yeah, was a nice thing. Yeah, yeah, felt great. No, yeah, the searching for something's never good. See what comes your way. I find, yeah, I found yeah, I used to be. Whether it's age, whether it's just a bit more of an understanding about how things are, but there isn't. I th- maybe because I've done all the parties now, and I'm not. I don't have FOMO anymore. When people go like, "Oh, we're going out, we're getting on it," I'm like, "All right, cool, enjoy that." Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I'm I'll not, hear from you in four days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think because I've got too many things going on now, I can't afford a moody Tuesday. No, and I I just set myself up tests. Right. So I'm like, right, I went I went sober with my mum, basically. I made a pact with her. Mm. So if you don't drink, I won't drink. Yeah. She lives in Spain. They all fucking love sangria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's very they much that. for breakfast. The Spanish don't really drink that much. No. But it is it is an everyday occurrence in that sense. You yeah. go for a meal, you have a drink, the sun's out. Blah, it's blah, like blah. Italians. They don't mm. drink, or, the, or French, or most... most they don't drink to get drunk. They don't get... Exactly, yeah, they don't get fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's all part of the culture and it's civilised yeah. and it's nice. Whereas yeah. in the UK, maybe it's because it's so shit. Yeah. Everyone's like... everyone Like someone, as a comedian years ago, he goes, this is the only place where people drink mm. on their way to go drinking. Yeah. Pre-drink. Yeah. And Drinks on the trains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, I've got mates that, even now it's like, it's like annihilation or nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's not, we don't, I would love that, sitting around, you know, a few glasses of wine. Yeah. Bit yeah. of food. That's how it's Civilised, right. it's nice. But I think there's there's enough non-alcoholic stuff now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at launch night though, in this pub, that I, that I did it in an Angel, and 
I kept ordering non-alcoholic Guinness. But then I put it down and someone else might put a normal Guinness there. <laughs> so I must order about six drunk one because oh, I wouldn't pick up the other to test yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I went on a six-day stag do in Austria mm. with a load of lads that were drinking. It was a festival yeah. with drum and bass parties and everything else. Didn't drink, didn't do drugs. Oh, wow. So I was like, look, if I can fucking do that, yeah. I'm not. I think I used to drink a bit to numb my surroundings because mm. it, it is intense. Yeah. You go out, you're, you've gone from your house and you're in a pub full of 400 people that you yeah. don't know. And that's normal to feel that that's a bit too much, I think, with some people. Yeah. But they don't realise that they're going to the bar to get the drink to numb that situation. Yeah. To make it easier for them to be in it. Yeah, I can recognise that. That's so, what I used to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. You're not going to choke, are you? <laughs> I was just kidding. I was like... <coughs> <laughs> My God. Um, no, I totally get that. That's what I was like. I realised that because my, not social anxiety, but just that, I just feel better when I've had a couple of drinks in me and I'm a bit more mm-hmm. loose. Yeah. Because I'm quite sort of shy, really. So, yeah, I totally get that. I was finding that I was going out, having a few, getting that buzz on, and going, oh, yeah, I never want this to finish. And so mm. I'd carry on. And then if I was with someone that was like, oh, listen, we should go now, I'd be like, no, I'm having a good time. Yeah, yeah. I want to stay out. Don't ruin it. And that, because that feeling of euphoria, mm. and you go, and now I realise, I'm like, well, I'm going to feel that again at some point. Mm. In one way, shape, or form, so I don't. If it, I'm having a nice time now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll have another nice it's time no later. To quit, innit? Yeah. That's the thing. And I think I saw the other day a post, person talking about alcohol, and it it actually was the first pint you have peaks your dopamine level. Right. But then within about ten minutes, it drops it lower than it was before. Oh really? So then that's why you you, you know after the second you're like, well, I'm fucking yeah. gonna because you're feeling more <laughs> depressed than when you first had them all. <laughs> you know, but you know that state you're in it at like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And it's been a heavy one, and you're like. <laughs> just hello darkness yeah. my old friend <laughs> yeah i don't know how to feel <laughs> yeah exactly so but yeah. but no covid for me i mean was was it it changed mm. my, my 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 way of looking at life yeah you know sometimes you can feel when you're in a dark place you've been buried and then you know really you've been planted it's mm. that kind of yeah. you know it's that kind of situation i think a lot of people grew out of it and we're like, yeah, let's take mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think because you know people want, you know, they want to explore, they want to find out, mm-hmm. and I think certain drugs like mushrooms enables you to do that. Yeah, you can go That's on. Why and, they're legal? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't want you thinking, it's making you realise. <laughs> which is why it makes me like. Well, well, alcohol is legal, isn't it? And that's mm. the one. What's that? If it was really an issue, they would ban it all. Smoking. But, then but they make what, so much but money. But they can't, though, you no. know, because then it'll go black market. Yeah. And then it's, what are you going to do there, you know? But at the same time, they're not going to keep, they're not going to allow drugs to expand consciousness no. to everyone willy-nilly. You know, and now they're putting them into, um, you know, therapy and things like that. Mm. And it's £3,000 a fucking session, wow. you know? So yeah. that's, that's now putting it in a bracket for only certain people, not people that are on antidepressants for 10 years yeah. and can't get off of them you know that probably could be healed in two sessions yeah you know it doesn't work well for profit this is the thing isn't it? it's like i've we talk on here a lot about getting therapy and you might not necessarily find the right therapist to start with but you know, mm-hmm. try a few and but people just don't have that they can't yeah. afford it i can't you know there was one i had and he was 100 quid a session and yeah 
You're like, I couldn't afford that. And so God knows how people, mm. other people are supposed to afford it. And then also it's the fact like you could have a therapist that's kind of, you need to go through a lot of stress through therapy, I think. Mm. And if I had someone that was kind of not really pushing me yeah. to open up in these situations and also like, like that psychological task I did with yeah. you, that reveals different things that are in your subconscious that you don't even know are really there. Yeah. And that's what mushrooms kind of do. You know, you're going to cry, you're going to scream, you're going to go through a real situation mm. and it's going to show you visualizations of what's what is trapped or what energy is in, in that you need to work through. Yeah. A lot of these things we have arguments or don't make up with people or have trauma from when we're young. We don't even know that trapped energy sitting in our body. No. So I think that's where you need a bit of... Uh, medicine in the form of a mushroom to lead you through a process that allows you to see where that is. Yeah. And then you can work forward and have a therapist at the same time. Yeah. You know? What makes me laugh is that they've now got us to a point where, like, uh, you and I are talking like this. They'll go, oh, yeah, but they're just, it's just conspiracy theory nut jobs. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. That, that's what they do. They kind of. Mm. Yeah, they twist it so they go, oh, yeah, they don't know. You want, Just stick to the plan. Yeah. Stick to the plan. Don't yeah, listen yeah. to that. Just keep the modern slavery system yeah. going. <laughs> <laughs> modern slavery system. They don't know. Is, yeah, it's just, it's just mm. that comfortably knowing it. They just give you, when it used to be, they give you just enough, but now they don't even do that. No, or they tell you what they're doing just so you know, and they do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like, ah, oh, so yeah, I saw, it's, it's funny, I saw Keir Starmer in the pub the other day. Did you? Yeah, I was in. I popped into the King's Head in Crouch End, mm. and uh, but I, listen, anyone listening, I don't know if that's where he drinks all the time. That's just where he was this time. <laughs> We're not outing him. Just saying. Just Get saying. your eggs ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I didn't. I didn't even see him initially. I went downstairs because it's a comedy. It's a world famous comedy club in there. So I went downstairs. So I hadn't seen him for a while, having a bit of a chat, and then one of the acts went, "Keir Starmer's upstairs." Mm. And I was like, "You're fucking joking." Yeah. And I was, as I was walking, I went, look, I've got to go pick up my missus. But, and as I was walking out, I'm like, I'm going to say something to him. Yeah. So, and then he was in a booth and he's, and the way he was sat, he obviously didn't want to be seen. So he sort of wedged in and they were all having this discussion. And I thought, I can't go just barreling over going, Starmer, sort yourself out, mate. Yeah. yeah Let's yeah. have that 350 million for yeah, the NHS. Yeah, yeah. Let's have this, let's have that. And I was like, I'd look a mental case mm -hmm. if I did that. I'd yeah. be on the news. Yeah. So I'm glad. Should have done it. I should have, yeah. <laughs> when I got in the car, I went, I should have just done it anyway. But yeah. He's another Tony Blair. Of course he is. He's well, just, now he's yeah. saying that um, we're going to make Brexit work for the people. We're like, what? <sighs> but then it's just, just keep keep the, keep the motion going. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You know, anyone that tries and does good, I voted for one person, and that was Jeremy Corbyn. Mm. You know, and I only voted for him because he's obviously a charity worker in the wrong gang. <laughs> you know? And it's like, you know, it's just the sun. If any of the papers are going to go fully against them, well, they're speaking up against the narrative that the papers aren't pushing. Yeah. So how I look at it with him, I didn't think he had a hope in hell anyway because he's he's for the lower the lower uh, lower class of people in a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he tries to help. You know, he, I know that he um, one of my old housemates is friends with his son, and every Christmas he does he does food on Christmas Day for for oh, really? You know. He does the work, yeah. You know, and I, I look at rather than what a narrative is telling me in a newspaper. Look at the facts. Look at what these people mm. are actually doing. Like facts over feelings. That's the yeah. Thing. So, but after that, I gave up with it because I think you know, well, you got to vote, and it's like, well, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. You know, that, that at the end of the day, if you want to change politics, you got to take the money out of it. Yeah. You got to take yeah. take the lobbying out of it. 
because they're always going to be coerced to doing doing things for mad pay packets. Mm. They 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 should work for the people and do what the people want, but yeah. they don't. Well, that's why they're there in the first place. But as you say, mm. they've all been corrupted now, and it's yeah. all about money. Well, there aren't any politicians now; they're all businessmen. Yeah. Or business people, and they are. Rishi Sunak doesn't know how to even use a fucking debit card. Rishi <laughs> fucking Sunak. That... He said modern day slavery system. Yeah, right. Yeah, he said it. He said it, but you know, he, he must have thought, "Oh shit, I'm in the wrong room." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're so used to spouting shit. Yeah, exactly. It's um, yeah. I don't. I think I was talking to someone the other day, and we were talking about. They said, "Oh, things start. People start starting to feel like they've got." They've actually got the arse and they're actually standing up. I mean, mm. yeah, because it's not just the working classes that it's affecting now, it's everybody. Yeah, yeah. And once it starts to affect people in, a, in other classes, that's when changes yeah. start to happen because they go, hang on a minute, you can go fuck yourself. I can't yeah. afford to, I can't afford the school fees or I can't afford mm. to the childcare fees. Yeah. So now it's like that, that's when change happens. Other than that, up, up to that point, no one gives a shit. But I've been to protests and things like that. I've interviewed people and yeah. things like that. And then, you know, sometimes I look at that, like, I interviewed this one woman and she was like, you know, it was, it was the coronation. Right. And that was a funny one because I was there and I got a mushroom out on, got a banana man filming. <laughs> it was raining, you know. It was and you weren't the most stupidly dressed people there. <laughs> no, exactly. I, I interviewed Jimmy Savile. What? It was the, the you know, the guys, oh, what are they called? Corrupt. Corrupt FM? No, not Corrupt FM. Cunt um, in the gang. That, yeah. Them lot. Cunt's been on here. Yeah, I so I, I, I interviewed whoever was behind the mask there, just yeah. quickly, but I, I was shocked because I wasn't expecting to do the voice and all. <laughs> oh, and fuck. I was like, "What you? Uh, what's the importance of today to you then? And he's like, well, I'm just trying to see my mate Charles. <laughs> 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 and I've got caught in this fucking protest, you know. But it was the, it was the um, Not My King right. lot. So obviously controversy, they're the people I want to go and talk to. And I tried mm. to get... Um, you know, a, a vast amount of interviews that showed people that were royalists, people that weren't royalists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can tell you what, the people that were royalists were the rudest people there completely. And usually yeah, when yeah. I'm at a protest, you have a community basis where everyone's sort of going for the same motion. Yeah. Obviously, this is different. You've got people that are for the king and then people that were very much, you know, against the king. Yeah. But I, I'm just interviewing them, right? And some guy's gone, can't. <laughs> Straight into my oh, ear. Wow. And then they're throwing stuff at them and, you know, you know, I'm not a royalist or you yeah. know, up for the monarchy or things like that, but I'm also not really going to go out and protest not my king because I think it's not really going to do... But there weren't a lot of them. There was about 100 <laughs> of them, you know, and then they ended up at Buckingham Palace Yeah. and they were kind of surrounded and they were getting a lot of abuse. All the press were there just around them, you know, and obviously being British, a lot of people will find it disrespectful. Mm. But there's one woman as well, when you catch them on the spot, she was like, you know, if we, if we did this right, we could have Dave and Attenborough a little while ago. And I was like, and now, David Attenborough in the woods looking after the country, you know? And I was like, well, he still kind of eats what he looks after. And she was like, yeah, well, but it's like, that's your kind of fact. Like, you, yeah. you're throwing, you know, David Attenborough into, you, you're wanting the same system, you know? Like, so I don't see a protest for that. I feel like it's a bit, what? where's the solution? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Doesn't, you know, you're yeah. better off being inventors, all of you get, going together, starting a new community and then going, right, this is how we should do it. And then yeah. you come up against it. But standing on the street, I find it's... Yeah. It's like the extin- how much yeah. does it work? You know what I mean? It's like the Extinction, extinction Rebellion. You mm. kind of go, I, I see your point, but 
you're not going to make any changes by stopping people in Essex getting to work. No. You're just going to piss people off. Mm. And they go, yeah, but that's the point. You go, yeah, but it doesn't affect the people that mm. are, are... It doesn't affect the people that are the ones destroying the place. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're all, we're all kind of... We're sort of victims of it. We all got pumped again. That system where we're all we're all consumers and we're all and they yeah, go, yeah, yeah, this is how you're supposed to be a decent citizen if you do this, this, and this. Mm. And they're going, and now then it's like, yeah, but if we because we, we listen to them, yeah. And now we we now we've got going on a minute. You were chatting mm. shit, and they're like, it's tough. Yeah, you're in it now. But I don't know, I don't know, like fucking up, fucking up the snooker. <laughs> Not that I'm in the snooker. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what it does is 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 obviously it's advertisement. Yeah, it it gets you talking Raises about awareness, the, yeah. the you know oils, but we're all being you know ULEZ is not just ULEZ. Mm. You know what I mean? It's okay. Can we put um, you know? Can we get rid of all these cars? That's kind of what's going to happen. Yeah. Can we turn it into electric self-driving cars like Jim Carrey said, where you know you owe six hundred pound in parking fines and you get in it and it drives you straight to a police station? <laughs> you know where is it going to be if the bus drivers or there's now if if buses can, you know if we're all on a credit system, everything's mm. crypto, everything's you know um, Coinbase and digital currency, then where's it really going? That's what you got to look at in ten years. Mm. How much if there's this much control? for a virus that can lock you up in your house for your safety, mm. then how much more control is there when the vehicles are controlled by a government or anything else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I look at like where it's going. Now, um, most people would be like, conspiracy, but, <laughs> you know, we don't really know. There's no formula. It does seem funny that people put so much faith in our government being clever enough to control us on all levels when mm. you go... They couldn't even hide the fact that they had a party when yeah, yeah, you yeah. know when yeah. we were all locked indoors, mm. and they are all fucking idiots. Mm. Which then you think, well, obviously the people up front that we see, our like politicians, and that aren't really the ones making all mm. the decisions. It's all it's like this murky no. mob. But in also, those also like look at look at Boris. Like he has, um, we're so political today. <laughs> he, has, he has he has proper fucked up hair every time you see him. I guarantee they ruffles his hair like that. You think so? So he looks cool. So he, he looks, looks stupid. He plays the clown, yeah. isn't it? He? he plays the clown, but then he through the back doors. You know yeah. what I mean? He's doing a lot. He's a I think it's an. I think it's an upper class haircut. There's people I know <laughs> that have that. They just have a. They just have their hair cut short. There's people I know that mm-hmm. went to public school and like that, and it's not a style. Yeah, it's yeah. just that they've had a yeah. short back and sides, and they don't touch mm-hmm. it for another six months. Yeah. And I think that he's just. He's not an idiot, not in any way, shape, or form. No, and but... I think as well, every part of the world has different problems. We have, mm. you know, you know, I can still go to hospital and check out this foot, yeah, uh, without paying for it. You know, I can. Uh, the majority of everywhere in England's clean. Yeah, you know, we've got near enough okay tap water if you filter it. Mm. You know, it's like the structure of this place allows me to be creative. It allows me to not yes. worry about having to do simple things like going to find food every day. Yeah, you know. So, you know, I don't, that's where I stay out of politics in that way because really you're just arguing amongst yourselves and that's what they kind yeah, of want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there are a lot of benefits to being here for sure. But I still want to get in a van and go off grid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had that yesterday. I was just like, fuck this, fuck mm-hmm. everyone. I have it now and again. Just, I get a bit overwhelmed and I go, I'm going to go and live in the woods, fuck it. And then, yeah. You know, then I'd get fucked off with that. 
<laughs> I'd get annoyed because I still... I constantly have animals around me, right? So last night I drove into my house and Ooh. it's a fucking hedgehog being chased by a baby fox. <laughs> oh, wow. Then in the daytime, there was a fish head in the garden. I was like, there's foxes living behind the, um, behind the shed. Yeah. So there's always random stuff so they got into someone's koi carp pond and yeah. helped themselves <laughs> to be honest it looked like a, it didn't look like a fantasy fish oh really <laughs> <laughs> it was about a hand size the head but you know it looked like someone's cut that bit off and he's found it in a bin Ooh. but I'm just like constant fucking animals it's funny because where you live isn't countryside no it's in where it was at Enfield or wherever it is yeah. Yeah, yeah and then you live on the end of like the yeah. cul-de-sac I think that's what it is because there's a big tree line yeah so there's lots of birds all the time where I live and then the foxes must be behind there. I think she's just popping them out yearly. Because <laughs> there's another baby now. Maybe you're just like, um, you're like uh, Dr. Doolittle. Because you're so zen. <laughs> like when you wake up in the morning, do the windows open, all these yeah, like yeah. sparrows and that come in and help you get dressed. <laughs> well, I think we do put out a vibration. And I was looking into bees the other day, right? Yeah. Bees actually, their, their wings, mm. actually um, the sound that it puts out the frequency and vibration that it puts out actually creates the molecular structure of the honeycomb. Really? So the shape of it yeah. is created by them humming. So, and apparently that's at about 540 hertz, which is a really good healing frequency. Mm. Sound frequency is a big thing coming out now. It's been around forever. Yeah. And um, you can actually go into like huts where they've got bees underneath. In, in their own, you know, where the honeycomb is and everything yeah. else, so they're working away, and you lay on top of it, it's meant to be really healthy for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll fucking sell anything. I mean... Wait, look, just build a hat and tell them this. <laughs> I'm waiting for, uh, in the probably not-too-distant future, when they turn around and go, actually, bees are terrible, mm-hmm. and we don't need them. Don't need them. fucking the planet up. Well, they, you know, it's always save the bees, but it might not just be the... You know, yeah. the ecosystem is also that that, that frequency is pretty good for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to find out now. Mm. <laughs> Sounds nuts, but it's, you know. That it's... makes sense. Like, you, like, we are all vibrations. Yeah. Vibration, vibrating at different, different frequencies. Different frequencies. Different, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and I think that, you know, it is a vrrr, yeah. constant sound. So, you know. But, I, yeah. I think that's why we're always freaked out when you hear. Have you heard proper silence? Yeah, they're uh, not lately. No, <laughs> next to a factory and, <laughs> and every animal that wants to come by. Yeah. Um, but no, I do actually sleep with earplugs. Really? Yeah, and if I meditate, sometimes I do actually just do it. Mm. Um, it's called sensory deprivation. Right. So you try and put yourself into a state where there is nothing. Yeah. You know, and then all you have is your thoughts and everything else. Um, and that's a way you can also put your body asleep, mind awake. So it's like your sort of sleep paralysis or. Um, lucid dreaming mm. so when you you know have your head but I haven't done that in a while but I do generally try and sleep with earplugs a lot of time so yeah, don't give me a dress out too much burglars <laughs> <laughs> he lives it no no yeah. it's funny because my missus is such a light sleeper like she so it's the slightest thing and mm. I, I think I, I was saying to you the other day I said your anxiety levels run so High, oh, mm. the, that's why you find it difficult. You're still at a state, even when you go to sleep, you're still in a state of being aware mm. something might happen. Yeah, like you've got to find a way to bring it right down because all it takes is like, because what happens so last night it was again why today's so shit because I've didn't really sleep because she went to bed early, she went to bed first, 
And then I was like, right. She said, let, she goes, let me go to sleep first. Because if I go to sleep first, I don't hear you snoring and then I'll be fine. And so she was drifting off and I'm just on my phone. But then she could hear me tapping on my phone. So that woke her up. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, for God's sake. And then I was like, all right, fine. And then just I switched it all off. And then she went off. And then I got up in the middle of the night because she said something else. And then she's always chatting as well. Mm-hmm. And I just went and laid in the, in the on the sofa. And then this morning I was... She's like, you're right. I went, I'm knackered. It's just I'm awake because I was aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So we got to figure out a way of, mm. yeah. So maybe, maybe she like she, has, she does have earplugs. Mm. I think they fall out. She's always moving around. <laughs> For me, I use, um, you know, I try and go to bed sort of at the same time. Right. But it takes. I know it takes me about half an hour to wind down. Yeah. You know, if you're looking at blue screen past nine o'clock you you're keeping yourself up basically mm. you know your phone anything like that and also if it's anything stimulating then you start thinking more the, the yeah. mind just starts okay we're working again you know so i try and not do that um but i use this like robert monroe um it's basically white noise right so it's like so yeah. it kind of sounds like a continuous shepherd's tone kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but then it uses a thing called hemisync, which is two different sounds in each ear. And that aligns your brain, uh, your left side and your right side. Um, so it's hemisphere syncing. Yeah. And that's kind of like a hip, Not you're not in hypnosis, but you know, you're kind of just in a very relaxed state. And then I'll do another thing, which my housemates probably hear and think it's a bit weird, but it's called resonant breathing. Okay. So you just breathe in <clears throat> and then you just, breathe out but while you're breathing out you hum and it relaxes the body so it's just like a can you imagine walking <laughs> past my room what's he doing is he, is he lifted off he's um, coming on his own balls but I do that for like 20 <clears throat> 20 minutes yeah 20 minutes half an hour and then in in the there's 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 sort of four things I do at the start which is the resonant breathing affirmation like um you know the idea is to put your body asleep and, right. and your mind awake so i kind of astral project or fly around or mm. whatever go in the imagination who knows where you're going really um but most of the time it just puts me to fucking sleep <laughs> you know um, just totally chills you out yeah completely and now but what i don't want is that to be a complete routine mm. that i can only sleep with that yeah so sometimes i don't do it you know and i just put earplugs in or i try and sleep without earplugs you know um but the main thing is what it teaches you is to quiet your mind. Yeah. You know, because if you can't do that before you sleep, you, you won't. And sometimes you, you, you can't. You have got to think through that shit. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? And you, that, to work it out and then go, you know, writing it down before the end of the day is good. Right. You know, have gratitude and be thankful for whatever's happened that day. But also, okay, what have I got to do tomorrow? Yeah. Write most of what you think is is going to happen tomorrow. And then you're not going, oh, but I have a notepad in my room yeah. because half the time I think of something and I write, I've got to write it down because mm. you don't fucking remember. No, I know. Yeah, I'm good at that. We've got now whiteboard on the wall by the desk and it, everything's on there that I have to remember every day. Yeah. Got, I've always got a notebook with me um, and we've got a jar now. With some, we've got the, the post-it notes and every day we write a thing mm. that we're grateful for and stick it in the jar. Yeah. And then in a year's time we're going to dig That's it out. That's nice. Go, I like that. And yeah, we're going to yeah, go yeah. through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Do that so. on a bad day <laughs> when you when you when your O two contracts pissing you off again. <laughs> when I realise I haven't cancelled the fucking thing again, they charge me thirty quid. Yeah, thirty quid for two years they've been charging me for this. For the I bought a dongle. Yeah, and then it's got a sim in it. And when I bought it, she went, "Oh yeah, this." Oh, he went, um, 
yeah, it expires in three months. And I went, oh, brilliant, that's all I want. He meant the dongle, not the SIM. The SIM just rolls over. Oh, and okay. I found it, I was like, what's this other number on my account? So 30 quid for the last two years, every month. And I was talking to them and I'm like... That yeah, stacked up, didn't it? I'm like, why would I have a SIM without, without a, a device? Mm. It makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I was at before you turned up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could have done with some mushrooms before I killed someone. Um, mate, this has been lovely. Thank you. Really chill. So what's, so what's the plan then? What's... What's happening next with you? You're gonna so so you how do you what's the what's what's for you on the path now? The path of Zen light, <laughs> beauty and tranquility. Oh, it's still fucking stressful. Just on, um, on. But no, I mean I've released. Uh, you know I've got forty, forty four episodes mm. out. Um, you know if anyone starts listening, you can either start from the very beginning on the introduction and listen to me waffle and work my <laughs> way out from from the shed and who I am and what's going on. Um, you know I have solo pods which is, you know, I've done one on love, done one on being sober. Mm. Um, and that sort of navigated me towards, okay, uh, through people messaging me, can I turn this into sort of not, I don't, I hate the word life coach, but how can I help and turn this into a viable mm. uh, situation where it's not just someone listening? Can I, you know, do, yeah. do uh, have a place where people could come to and talk about being sober or things like that? Can I help? So I think that's, a long-term thing of what I'm looking at but in the meantime I've got episodes are going to be out now every Sunday um, we've got three out at the minute which is one's um, a guy called Daniel Anker who goes into a hypnotic state or a gamma state and it's called channeling okay. and he basically channels a being called Bashar right so it's a very very out there um, episode but he does seem like he's talking a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and he's done it for 40 years. Um, Muslims do this as well. They, they, they not, not do this, but they, they've been known to call them jinns. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, So yeah. there's certain, you know, channeling has been going around for a very mm. long time. Whether you want to take it as what it is, but how I take it is maybe look into the information and if that resonates with you and helps your life, then that's yeah. what's important. Um, yeah, I've heard of jeans before, DJ, DJ INS. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'll leave the spelling up to you. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got another one with Reed Amber, who's got a podcast called Come Curious and Fucks Given. Um, okay. That's all around the taboos of sex and mm. pornography, addiction around pornography, foot fetishes. Um, so, yeah, I went, I've got no secrets after that one. Fuck. <laughs> I've had, mate, the amount of stuff I've given out on here, everyone knows all about me. It's all over. Yeah, yeah. And you go, but that's good then, because then later on, people go, oh, do you know he's into that? I go, yeah, he said that on episode 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About blah, blah, like, blah. Fuck, when did I say that? <laughs> um, Better to be all out, man. Yeah. Because no, I mean, the thing is, you're not, you're not Schofield. <laughs> no, he's fucked. It's Any fucked. It's the rest of them that come out. After yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, episodes every Sunday, 5 p.m. in the shed with Ryan. Cool. Um, and I'll be moving out into a uh, lorry shortly. Oh, yeah. In September. You're going to take all the animals with you? Yeah, they'll probably come. <laughs> Noah's Ark. Yeah. <laughs> come with me now. Uh, yeah. Ryan, live from the Ark. Yeah, exactly. I look forward to that. Thanks for coming down, man. Thank Appreciate you it. Me. Loved it. Thank Where you. can we find you on social media? Everything is in the shed with Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. TikTok, uh, if you want to see some embarrassing interviews and everything else. YouTube is where all the long form and short film is. Yeah. And then if you're a listener, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, every other listening platform, really. Beautiful. It's all there. Well done, mate. Sweet. Lovely. You did it. <laughs> Thank you. Good luck going back. Good luck going back in your <laughs> yeah, do, do. 1993. Was it 93 Fiat Panda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
it's Pandora. funny. It's fun, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> how I call it. Well, it's funny how those cars now, cars that I grew up with, cars that we wouldn't look twice at when mm. I was growing up. People are seeing them as classics. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I get, I get people that like staring at me, and then they'll be like, "Don't ever." Fucking sell that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we've got my wife's car now. It's a Vauxhall Astra, mm. but it's a it's like twelve years old, but it's it's a convertible. And I keep saying to her, like, just hang on to it, yeah, just hang yeah. on to it, because you never know, you never know. Mm. She's like, it's a pile of shit. I'm like, yeah. No, it still no, goes. <laughs> it will go. I mean, you ladies might be a bit of a trouble. For yeah, me. yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go and live in the woods anyway. So, yeah. Cheers, mate. Been lovely. Thank you, mate. <laughs> 